Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. The Penguins, as many know, are nearing a historic low with their stagnant power play. They've gone 0 for their last 33 attempts, which means they have yet to score in 12 straight games. And in real time, it has now been 27 days since the power play lit the lamp. Almost a month since the Penguins scored on the man advantage. They're down to 30th in the National Hockey League. They're under 10%. Most of you are already acutely aware of how embarrassing that unit has been over the past month. And we've seen small changes, but in those small changes have yielded similarly small results, right? Nothing has improved drastically. In fact, the power play has pretty much declined as time has gone on here. The last couple of games, it has been hilariously bad. So something bigger needs to happen. Something needs to snap this unit out of this slump because right now it seems like the confidence of the top players on the Pittsburgh Penguins is at an all-time low. And that is a spot that is dangerously unfamiliar. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, when in doubt in the history of this organization, they could always lean on their stars to have confidence and have faith and have that performance. Crosby's still performing. Carlson is on a little bit of a cold streak. Malkin's on a little bit of a cold streak. Gensel is still performing. But at the end of the day, on the power play, none of them look like they have confidence. Whether they're on a cold streak like Malkin and Carlson are, or if they're still on a hot streak like guys like Crosby and Gensel are. They all lack confidence when the Penguins get the man advantage. I said last week that one of the big four needs to be taken off the top unit. Heads need to roll, I think was my exact quote. Now I know exactly who it should be, and that's Eric Carlson. Carlson has only ever been on one top 10 power play in his 15-year career. Only one, and that was in... 2018-19, when he was with the San Jose Sharks, they finished 6th with a 23.7% success rate. Last season was San Jose. Just a few years after that, the power play ranked 25th in the NHL with Eric Carlson. They still contributed at 18.4%, which is something that would be great for the Pittsburgh Penguins right now. 
at 18.4%, but instead they're below 10, they're 30th in the NHL, and they're struggling to find any opportunities at this point instead of giving up opportunities. Carlson last year also scored 27 of his 101 points on the man advantage. Relatively low number for somebody that is so lethal last season that he scored 100 points for the first time in 30 years from the blue line. So transversely, the Penguins last season were 14th on the power play. Much better. 21% success rate. 21.7 to be exact. All the while running a very, very similar system to what they're doing right now. And they have all the same players on this year's roster. Crosby, Malkin, Gensel have all been out there on the top power play unit. Chris Letang starting to get a little bit more power play one time. And then Ricard Raquel. Let's not forget that Raquel, while still on the shelf, still likely not going to be playing for the next... He can't play until at least next week against the Montreal Canadiens, but still missing the next couple of games. He did tie Evgeny Malkin and Jake Gensel last year for the team lead in power play goals with 11. So if you run out the same exact unit as last year with the same exact system, which is what you've practically been running all year this year, so you don't really have to change anything at that point, you should, in theory, garner better results than what you have. To be fair, anything should be better than what we've seen over the past 27 days. Removing Carlson, other than putting together the unit that finished 14th last year, the other thing that that does is kick this team out of their sleepwalking phase that they've been in on the power play over the past week. Because while, yes, they haven't scored in 27 days, they haven't scored in 12 straight games, they haven't scored in 33 straight attempts, the last week it's gotten to a point where there's not even a snowball's chance and you know where that they're going to score because they're not creating opportunities. In fact, they're giving up more opportunities. There was a power play opportunity earlier this week against Philadelphia where the Flyers outshot the Penguins 3 to nothing in a two-minute power play. That's where they're at. The confidence is gone. They're sleepwalking through it. There's nothing going for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Removing a future Hall of Famer from that unit, somebody that you made the centerpiece of your turnaround this offseason. Taking him off that unit should wake players up. Should. At the end of the day, you don't know what these players are going to react to. But you would think that removing Carlson should awaken Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Gensel on that power play. And it shouldn't take away from Carlson's impact on this team either. I'm not singling out Carlson for the simple reason that I don't like Eric Carlson. I think he has always, in his career, been a phenomenal 5-on-5 producer. He's carried that into this season. I think he has been extremely, extremely positive for the Pittsburgh Penguins at even strength. Does he have his defensive deficiencies? He does, as expected. If you are surprised by the way that he plays defense, then you either didn't want to pay attention to what he has been the 14 prior years in his career, or you were just blissfully ignorant, and that is fine. Because not everybody watches the San Jose Sharks like Eric Carlson has played for for the past five years. You expected the defensive deficiencies. But still, the offensive upside at 5-on-5 five five has been evident this season. I understand he's currently in a scoring drought, which is making things even worse for him when it comes to his 
you know, his ability to bounce back through some of this stuff, because usually when a scoring player is struggling, the power play is the one thing that gets them going. Well, the Penguins don't have that. So Carlson, two points in his last nine games. I expect he'll bounce back from that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not that he hasn't gotten his opportunities in the last nine games. He has. He just hasn't been able to finish, and neither has anybody else around the team. So I'm not particularly worried about Eric Carlson at 5-on-5, especially because him and Pedersen have been the best unit on the defensive blue line the entire season. Marcus Pedersen has been extremely talented and extremely good defensively for the Penguins. He's covered up for a lot of Carlson's defensive flaws, but also... I would like to say, and I said this yesterday on the podcast, that Eric Carlson has been better than I anticipated. The bar was low for Eric Carlson's defensive play, in my eyes. But he's exceeded that bar, which is a good sign. Like I'm saying, at 5-on-5, five five, Eric Carlson is fine. This by no means is singling him out because he is the weakest link on the power play. I'm singling him out to take him off the power play because there's something else that has worked. And historically, he has not been the driving force to many successful power plays. You take a trend, you see what the trend is, and you try something based off the trend. That's where I'm going with it. That's what I think Mike Sullivan should go with. That's what I think Todd Reardon should go with. And that's what I think the Penguins should do, is sit Eric Carlson down, say, hey, we're going to put you on the second power play unit, but we need you to understand that we particularly don't care about the second power play unit because we need the first power play unit to succeed. The point is, the first power play unit scores in the first 45 seconds to minute and 20 seconds, and the second power play unit doesn't touch the ice. That is, at its best, how this should be working. You sit Carlson down, you say, you've been great for us at 5-on-5. Five five. This is not the end of you on the power play, but we think the Penguins need a change. We think this will wake the team up. I think it will. I don't see how it wouldn't. The Pittsburgh Penguins have put a lot of stock into Eric Carlson, but by no means does taking him off the first power play unit reduce that stock at all. So, in my eyes, Crosby, Malkin, Gensel. Sure, keep them out there. Chris Letang should be running point on the power play. Was it frustrating last year? Yes. Did you think that the Penguins should have been better at the power play last year? Yes. But 14th in the league at 21.7% would have this team in a playoff spot right now. Instead, they're 30th at under 10%. So something needs to change. Something drastic needs to change. You can't keep making these small changes, taking off Rust or Raquel. You need to make a big change, and that big change needs to be straight up. Chris Letang on the power play at the point, Eric Carlson off, and you need to find somebody for that left flank. Like I mentioned, I think it should be Ricard Raquel. He had 11 power play goals last year, tied for the team lead. He's currently injured. He's going to miss tonight's game against Florida. He has to miss Tuesday's game against the Arizona Coyotes. But I believe, unless I'm mistaken, he can come back either Wednesday against Montreal or the following game. When he does, 
We talked about it yesterday. Should be on the second line with Malkin and also should be on that top power play unit. Because at the end of the day, I'm not entirely certain that this team is going to change anything about the way that their system is working on the power play. I just don't see it happening. It hasn't happened to this point when they haven't scored in 27 days. I don't really trust that they're going to make sweeping changes anytime soon. So if they're going to make just personnel changes, I think this is the personnel change they should make. Let me know in the comments what you think would fix the power play. Obviously, everybody has been sharing their opinions on this because it is overall, even though there are plenty of issues with this Penguins team, this is overall the top issue hampering them from getting victories. But that's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.